This is ARRL Audio News, your weekly summary of news highlights from the world of amateur radio. If you retransmit audio news through a repeater, listen for the Morse code K character, followed by four seconds of silence. That's your cue to stop transmitting so that your repeater timer can reset. I'm John Ross, KD8IDJ, and this is the ARRL Audio News for Friday, March 1st, 2024. Amateur radio operators and radio astronomers are being asked to help monitor a new research project by the high-frequency active oral research program known as HARP. The project officially began on February 28th, but it will run until March 3rd, 2024. Some examples of experiments planned for the project are the production of extremely low-frequency ELF and very low-frequency VLF emissions and studies on the effects of ionospheric plasma waves on orbiting satellites. HARP scientists believe these experiments will help lead to a greater understanding of the production and enhancement of ELF and VLF waves as they lay the groundwork for future studies of satellite interactions with space plasma. Operating frequencies will vary, but all HARP transmissions will be between 2.8 and 10 MHz. Actual transmit days and times are highly variable and based on real-time ionospheric and or geomagnetic conditions. While there are no specific data collection requests from funded investigators, reception reports from HAMS will be appreciated. You can find a list of all of the frequencies that will be used and an address to submit reports and for a QSL card at ARRL.org. And amateurs are reminded that another way they can use their stations to advance scientific understanding of the ionosphere is by participating in the upcoming HAMSI Solar Eclipse QSO party and associated events surrounding the April 8th solar eclipse. The severe weather season, March through May, is fast approaching, and the National Weather Service NWS offices across the country are getting ready. Warning Coordinator Meteorologist Brandon Peliquin at the Wilmington, Ohio NWS office said many of the NWS offices across the country meet with partner organizations in the spring to make plans for the weather ahead. Amateur radio operators and weather spotters are extremely important, and we could not do what we do without them, he said. In fact, many of the watches and warnings issued are made because of weather spotters that uh, provided critical information. Peliquin said the Doppler radar is a great tool for tracking storms, but weather spotters have a different vantage point and can see things that radar can't. Severe Weather Awareness Weeks are scheduled by each state and usually occur during March to remind and educate communities about severe weather and seasonal threats and how to avoid them. The NWS Skywarn Storm Spotter Program is a volunteer pro uh, program with almost 400,000 trained severe weather spotters. Spotter training is available at the state level and is offered several times each year, and classes can be found at the NWS website. Early December, NWS and the ARRL hold Skywarn Recognition Day to honor all Skywarn storm spotters and amateur radio operators for their contributions during severe weather. Amateur radio is a strong tool for community resilience during times of severe weather and other emergencies, and this is useful for public service throughout the year. Those interested in using their license privileges to serve others are encouraged to participate in their local amateur radio emergency service ARIES groups. You can find out how to do that at www.arrl.org. The Young Ladies Radio League, YLRL, is hosting an International Women's Day YL Parks on the Air POTA Party from 000 Zulu to 2359 Zulu on March 8th. 
International Women's Day is a global day celebrating the social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women. This year's theme is Inspire Inclusion. To celebrate the day, the goal of this special event is to activate any POTA park during the 24-hour event window using any mode and any frequency within your license class. Contact can be submitted to the POTA database. YLRL encourages participants to wear pink and decorate their station and to share experiences and photos on social media using the hashtag YL space POTA space party. The YLRL was founded in 1939 by Ethel Smith, K4LMB. She's now a silent key, and she was the group's first president, and it continues to use her call sign today. She served as the section emergency coordinator for the ARRL Virginia section from 1966 to 1969, and later as an ARRL assistant director for four different Roanoke division directors. In 1972, she received the ARRL Roanoke Division Service Award. The YLRL will celebrate its 85th year in July of 2024. The results from HamSci's first Festival of Eclipse Ionospheric Science event have now been released. HamSci has announced the results from the inaugural running of the Gladstone Signal Spotting Challenge, GSSC, named for Philip Gladstone and Juan DQ, the creator of the PSKReporter.info website, also known as the Digimode Automatic Propagation Reporter. Gladstone has made many contributions to amateur radio operating, citizen science, and ionospheric research through the data spots which are collected and stored on that pskreporter.info website. Held during the October 14, 2023 North American Annular Solar Eclipse, the challenge was designed to recognize operators of digital mode stations who contribute valuable data to ionospheric research. The festival consists of multiple events with a goal of increasing our understanding of sun-ionosphere-earth relationships. Participants included volunteer amateur radio operators, shortwave listeners with science researchers from multiple U.S. universities. Receiving stations uploaded their records to sites such as the pskreporter.info, wsprnet.org, and reversebeacon.net. Transmitting stations were received by stations worldwide who uploaded their results to the same databases, creating records of the transmitting stations' activities. A link to the full results, including participant scores and a sampling of station design details and station photographs, is available now at arrl.org. HAMSI congratulated the participants and appreciates their contributions to space physics and citizen science via the on-air amateur radio competition. The next GSSC event will be held on April 8, 2024, during the North American Total Solar Eclipse. Amateur radio operators will have the opportunity to celebrate the anniversary of the launch of the USS Midway. On March 9, 2024, from 1700 Zulu to 2359 Zulu, the ship's radio stations will operate as NI6IW on 7.250, 14.320, and 14.070 MHz, as well as on PSK31, D-Star, and the PAPA repeater system. The USS Midway is located in San Diego, California at the USS Midway Museum. It was launched on March 20, 1945 and decommissioned on April 11, 1992. Commissioned eight days after the end of World War II, Midway was the largest warship in the world until 1955. The Midway operated for 47 years, including tours in the Vietnam War and served as the Persian Gulf flagship in the 1991 Operation Desert Storm. 
A QSL card is available for the special event by sending a self-addressed stamped envelope with your QSL card to the USS Midway, CV-41, ComEtra, 910 North Harbor Drive, San Diego, California, 92101. Bruce Page, KK5DO, is here now with his weekly AMSAT report. Bruce? Thanks, John. At the AMSAT Symposium in 2023, Professor Bob Twiggs, KE6QMD, spoke about how CubeSats got their start. I was fortunate enough to have sat with him at dinner, and the talk was fantastic, which really does not give him enough credit. If you would like to listen to his 36-minute talk, you can head over to AMSAT.org, scroll down to ANS Bulletin 56, and find the link there. Even if you are not a satellite operator, you will find it enjoyable. One of the AWRL Audio News listeners contacted me and told me about their club. They have a contest each week to guess how many times ARRL is spoken during the news. They were saying that I do not say ARRL enough, although I have said it in some of my reports. They also invited me to check into their net, as I did on Monday evening. Thanks, guys and gals, for listening, and hope you continue to find the ARRL audio news and the AMSAT segment newsworthy and informative. I guess I should mention them, the Nightcrawler net. This is Bruce Page, KK5DO. Back to you, John. And thanks, Bruce, for that report. In Radio Sport this week, another round of great contest. March 2nd and 3rd, the ARRL International DX Contest, single sideband, that's phone. March 2nd through the 10th, it's the Novice Rig Roundup, that's CW. March 2nd as well, Wake Up QRP Sprint Contest, that's CW. On March 3rd, there are four contests that you'll uh, be interested in. On uh, March 3rd, the UBA Spring Contest, CW, the SARL 40-meter SET, that's phone, the NSARA Contest, CW phone and digital, the WAB 3.5 megahertz phone, and that, of course, is phone, and those are all on March 3rd. On March 4th, the RSGB 80-meter club championship, that's uh, digital, March 5th, uh, the ARS Spartan Sprint, that's CW. Also on March 5th, the AGCWYLCW Party, CW. And on March 7th and 8th, Walk for the Bacon QRP Contest, CW. And on March 7th, it's the NRAU 10-meter activity contest, that's CW Phone and Digital. And remember, you can visit the ARRL contest calendar for more events and information. Upcoming section state and division conventions, March 1st and 2nd, it's the Greater Houston Ham Fest, hosting the ARRL West Golf Division Convention, that's in Rosenberg, Texas. March 8th and 9th, the Acadiana DX Association Ham Fest and Swap Meet, hosting the ARRL Louisiana State Convention, that's in Rain, Louisiana. Then on March 16th, it's the 49th Annual Stewart Ham Fest, hosting the ARRL Southern Florida Section Convention, that's in Stewart, Florida. March 16th, the St. Patrick's Day Hamfest, hosting the ARRO West Texas Section Convention. That's in Midland, Texas. And on April 6th, the Raleigh Hamfest, hosting the ARRO Roanoke Division Convention. That's in Raleigh, North Carolina. And you can search the ARRL Hamfest and Convention Database to find events in your area. And find it this week, thanks to the Lookout Mountain Amateur Radio Club in Chattanooga, Tennessee, for airing the ARRL Audio News on their repeater. 7-3. 
And that concludes ARRL Audio News for this week. Our thanks to all contributors to this week's report. ARRL Audio News is produced by the American Radio Relay League, the National Association for Amateur Radio. For more information on amateur radio or the ARRL, visit us on the web at ARRL.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching for ARRL. If you have a question or comment about ARRL Audio News, email us at audionews at ARRL.org. This program is copyright ARRL, all rights reserved, 73, and thanks for listening.